This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. Hello, people. Quick special announcement. The second Disonomics live show, the first of 2019, is here. Tickets have now been released on shubs.com. The show will be on March the 1st, 2019, which is a Sunday from 7 to 11. Make sure you grab your tickets. The venue, Camden Dingwells. So in Camden, basically central London, very easy to get to. I think there's parking there as well. So make sure you grab your tickets. There'll be a lot of fun, games, music, food, drinks, etc., etc. So make sure you grab your tickets ASAP because they fly off the shelves. Peace, peace, peace. Yep, yeah, you too. Okay, we get it. Yep, yeah, you too. Hello and welcome back to episode 92 of the Disonomous Podcast. As you can tell by the title and the great legendary backing vocals from Clips, one of my favourite groups ever, probably my favourite group ever, and Pharrell Williams, Mr. Me Too. A song about the influence that they had in that mid 2000, late 2000 region. We're talking the influence economy this week, joined by the lovely Annie Drea. But first, I'd like to shout out to the listeners of the previous week's podcast. I was definitely under the weather, so those who could persevere through my voice at that time frame. A quick 15-minute update with Brexit. We don't want to not know what's going on in our country and what our future's looking like, so make sure you check it out. 15 minutes, i give you a quick run-through of how Theresa May survived again and what's the process with, with regards to Brexit. But this week... <coughs> something a bit more social maybe a bit more relatable to people many of us have encountered influencers maybe on our social media pages or sometimes in 3d and we often wonder how do they make their money why are they so important is their job hard it looks easy do they how they manage money all that type of stuff i go into it in some detail with my good friend anidrea a content creator she's been doing that for quite some time so enjoy this week's podcast, we talk in the influencer economy. Let's go. Hi, guys. MXM, and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. Hello, and welcome back to episode, I think, 92 of the Dysonomics podcast. I'm joined by a special guest, my good friend, Annie Joya. Hello. Hello there. Don't speak like that. Hi, guys. <laughs> anyway, you'll change eventually. Mm-hmm. So, today we're talking about influencer the influencer economy pretty relevant for today's society mm-hmm. but usually i like to ask my guests some questions about their background and all that type of stuff so right. as much information as little in fact you you actually overshare so you'll tell us everything really do you think so but you definitely overshare but you kind of have to yeah it's part so, of my job yeah, yeah actually probably yeah more like you don't overshare that so I don't, I don't have a wiki page <laughs> <laughs> I want to make you a wiki page. Best one. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, Anidrea, so where are you from? Do you want to, do you want to tell us country wise? <laughs> <laughs> Private joke. Uh, 
You can't say it. Obviously, I can in Congo. Okay, are you sure? Oh yeah, sometimes Jamaica, cause like I'm such a fake Jamaican. You've been like, Jamaican. You were Jamaican on Twitter for at least. Oh, I'm still Jamaican. I'm still Jamaican. No, you're not Jamaican. Anyway, so you're half. If the Jamaican people want to adopt me, they're probably like, no, they don't. We don't want you. I don't think the Congolese people want me either. No, they do. They probably love you up when you do Congo stuff. Okay. Bare blue fags and a thing. (laughs) So, what do you do for a living? I kind of wish I got coffee as well. Um, That's kind of nice. I am. I'm a content creator. But, um, yeah, it just depends. It depends on who's asking. So, if it's someone... Creators are so jarring. Simple question. What do you true. do for a living? Um, well, it depends. I'm a content creator. That's the title I like to go by because I feel like insta- uh, like Im- influencer sounds so up yourself. But... I don't like... The- I really don't like but that term. But you refer to I- yourself as an influencer when we're talking. Yes or no? Yeah, because you understand. But oh, if okay. I'm if I'm if I'm like in an Uber and they say, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" I just say, "Oh, I, I'm a video editor. Or I create content." It like sounds like that. you're kind of like ashamed of what you do. No, the what the term influencer is I just know. not a nice term. No, it, no, it is. It is a nice. Okay, term, so what people. are you? What are you? What do you do? I'm a child of God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I know, I know what you mean yeah, because people are haters. That's 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 the bottom line. Okay. And people just don't like influencers. They don't like that word. They don't like influencers and YouTubers. Those two words they don't like. There's certain negative connotations because people yeah. are haters. That's, that's only because people are haters. Yeah. It's like someone saying, I'm a rapper. Yeah, sure. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. they're on SoundCloud or if they're mainstream, they say, I'm a rapper. Like, yeah. no one really likes to say that. They'll just say, I'm an artist. Yeah, it's true. That, you, you're right. Mm-hmm. People like Kanye. Anyway, um, so you are a content creator slash influencer. So what. Slash blogger. Slash blogger. Vlogger? Blogger. Blogger. Oh, see, that's the thing. Slash blogger, slash vlogger. But you don't blog, though. What do you mean? Blog. Is is blog, like, written? It's a... Vlogging is a video version of blogging. So you can say either both. It's just... Blogging is, like, like internet entries. That's what it means. Oh, okay. I'm going to say then you are. Yeah. All right, cool. So, sorry. Social media star. Social media star. Slash social media star if you look at my blog. name let me search my name Annie Drea it comes up as social media star it's like a celebrity page or something like that really yeah I'm like 9,000 or something that's, I'm like an Azealist that's sick <laughs> you're actually still climbing up the them alphabets so what made you start doing what you do content creating um I really I got into um editing videos how initially um it was one warm summer evening um it was i feel like it was a spiritual journey for me but um yeah i just i just one day i just started editing videos on my phone and i would show them to my friends and then they were like you're gonna start youtube soon and i was like no i'm not Mm. and i i just really enjoyed the process of like editing and then and then one day i just like was like i'm gonna do youtube and i'm just gonna put like the videos that I edit on a platform, which was YouTube. I could have went with Instagram at the time because Instagram just started launch videos. Yeah. But I thought um, YouTube was just a bit more... Smart decision. Yeah. Well, I felt because my videos were like three minutes long, I couldn't do that on Instagram video because it was only 15 seconds at the time. Oh, yeah. So I thought... Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, I thought YouTube was a better platform. So I went with that. Okay, cool. So what was like the nature of the content of your videos? Um... 
to be honest how i just processed it in my mind it was like okay i'm gonna like i'm gonna go in with my edits but i'm gonna like incorporate Incorp is that the word? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna incorporate like the things that I love, so like fashion, beauty, my family, my friends, God, like stuff like that, like in my videos, but mm. make editing the main thing. Do you know what I mean? So, what was the first bit of? Sorry, did I just kick you. Sorry, yeah, you did. Abuse. <laughs> what was the first? Um, what was the first bit of equipment you were using for YouTube? Wow, I was using my um, iPhone at the time. iPhone 5, yeah. I was using my iPhone 5 and my iPad to film and edit my videos. And how long does it used to take you to edit, would you say? It depends. If I was editing a vlog, um, because like, because like my footage was just like, it, the process was longer, but um, it would take me like, four hours it takes me the same now like mm. four hours to edit a video it just depends like if i'm editing a vlog it takes me about six to eight mm. if it's like a really long vlog it takes me maybe a couple of days but if it's just like a sit down video or a lookbook or something it takes me about two four hours oh sick mm-hmm. bloody hell it's not easy yeah. okay cool so when was that actually what year was that when, when i launched when you first started 2014 and it's now 2019 so you've been mashing work for like it's gonna be five years now yeah so do, i've been doing it full time for a year and a half for a year and a half yeah okay what what was the decision that made you want to do it full time um <laughs> i left my old job and i just didn't want to get another job and i was like you know what i'm just gonna do this <laughs> I, I remember, I remember, I remember when you messaged me saying, "I ain't doing this shit." Anymore. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit more. That's a PC version. I yeah. was like, man, I was like, I'm out. oh, I can't. I was like, well, fuck this shit. I'm not going yeah. back. Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Do you know? It was. Do you want me to talk about? It? Like, no. Talk, yeah, talk, yeah. Okay, so I remember I was working in an office space, and then I remember um, this woman had been in the company for like sixty, like forty years. And she was being made redundant. She wasn't sure if she was going to be made redundant or not. And she was. She said to me, she was like, Andrea, I'm really happy you found something that you love to do because I'm now 60 and I'm only just about to start living my life. And then I left that role and I got a new job and it was the most boring job ever. I was just like, input. I would just basically input, input in information that was on a document into the computer that was my job Mm -hmm. and i and i did that for about like a month and i was like i can't like this is not for me at Mm -hmm. all and i remember i was gonna go i had a job interview for like a bank and then i remember just thinking i'm not going to this Mm -hmm. like and i remember i just was like fuck this shit and i I was getting ready to go to the interview Mm -hmm. and i was like no i'm not doing this and i just decided to like just do it full time from always there. been a flake really <laughs> <laughs> facts no it's true Look, yeah, yeah, the I'm lady not... was so mad at me they blocked me from um, banking there ever what? again yeah the bank blocked me from banking there that is mad petty yeah they were like I'm sorry we c- you can't bank with us anymore like indefinitely after that interview she because she emailed me she was like I don't know why you didn't show up that is mad pay. I was I, them sucking yeah, my dog. I know. Taking my ass to Bank X. I know. So but anyway, funny. okay, cool. Fast forward now. Mm-hmm. So, can I read off your stats? Let me read off your stats. Oh, okay. Okay, so I don't even. Oh, I, damn. You got the stats? 
Okay, so you're so you can find her on YouTube. So make sure you search Ali Dre. Let me see how many subscribers. And Instagram too. Yeah, I, I want to get to that. Relax, too. relax, relax, relax. relax yeah. You used to have a podcast too, but oh yeah, you did. There, you did. Your podcast was good though. Your podcast <laughs> was actually so funny. Thank you. So you you have her name is Annie Drea. You sh- did you shut did you shut down your other channel completely? Um, it's still like you can still watch the videos that are on there, but I just don't post upload on there. But I will soon this year. So she's got a channel that she doesn't use at all anymore. So it's got 108 videos on it, and you got 14,000 subscribers on that. Goddamn. Yeah. And then on your. And when channel- I left, it was 13. So people have been subscribing still. In That's hopes mad. I come back, yeah. And now you are. <coughs> Annie Drea, so make sure you search that. 201 videos, so 307 videos you've popped on YouTube. Wow. People think this is a joke. Anyway, we'll get on to that. 70,000 subscribers, almost 100k. Imagine times in that, the videos, like times up by hours. Hour. See, people think it's... <laughs> bro, we're going to talk today, you get me? I'm on Instagram. you got bare followers on Instagram. You don't even like my pictures anymore, though. It's cool, though. I do. No, you don't. Is that... When you you turned into a blogger, so I was just uh, I've been a bit reluctant. I don't I can't understand the transition. <laughs> I'm joking. What are you talking? Oh, you got fifty one thousand followers. Bloody yeah. Hell. You need to give me some video creator, fashion beauty, blah, 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 blah. and you got like sixteen thousand on on t- Twitter. So that's kind of to show the journey because when I first followed you on Twitter, yeah, this was I'm saying twenty eleven twelve. Yeah. How many followers do you have, reckon? Oh, when you follows me? Yeah. Oh, we banter about this all the time, but I had like 300. And can I tell the story? Because he was like a popular tweeter back then. He had quite a bit of a following. And as soon as this guy followed me, all like a lot of the popular tweeters at the time would follow me as well. And it kind of boosted up my engagement and my following. So technically I... Sh- he pimped me, me out. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like... Just to show like your and how many like even like on Twitter when you first started YouTube I don't think you had two thousand followers on Twitter on Twitter I had I think I had like four thousand on Twitter think. when you first started YouTube twenty fourteen oh no maybe yeah I think I had two k no I did yeah I had two k and what about Instagram oh I used to delete all the time I'm I had definitely like under thousand one hundred percent so in that period of time you've built up like a quite substantial brand yeah. And that's leading us to the topic today that is influencer economy. So obviously, I, I'm going to talk about like, the wider scale and you can mm-hmm. actually give us some mm-hmm. kind of more behind the scenes info, inside. Yeah. One of the main reasons why I want to talk about this is one, to get you my podcast cause, and also because I feel like people don't really respect like, what people are doing and it's not okay. like they think is. I think you just see like the pros, the end products. Mm-hmm. They just see like people getting like cool stuff and being flown out yeah. and yeah. posting and they think that life is just a joke. Like you've mm-hmm. posted 307 mm-hmm. videos mm-hmm. on that's... If, even if it took you one hour, two hours to edit, that's 600 hours you put in. Yeah. And obviously it took you a lot longer than that. Yeah. So, some quick information. So, before social media, mm-hmm. like before we had smartphones and Twitter, Instagram, all these things, mm-hmm. for like a brand to hit like their market, it, was, it wasn't it was an easy thing. Mm-hmm. So for example, if Andrea wanted to sell, I don't know, handkerchiefs, mm-hmm. To access like thousands of people, like what you got fifty thousand on Twitter, mm. seventy on YouTube, mm. sixteen on Twitter. To access that amount of people, you couldn't just do that willingly. You have to pay probably tens of thousands to advertise in newspapers, yeah. TVs, yeah. all that type of stuff. Even just like to create videos, mm-hmm. the amount of money you probably have to pay to get these really good cameras and stuff. Yeah. 
and now the game has changed completely. 100%. And now, before, what the interesting thing I find about um, the influencer economy is that you said you said something interesting. You're like a a medium influencer. Yeah. So what's the difference between small, medium, and big? Small influencers they have like I would say it's like five to ten or five to twenty depends on who you're asking. K, sorry, is five that in, to ten. Is that K. in total um, followers or on like on a singular platform? Oh, no. uh, so for example, um, like just in general. So if it's like on Instagram, if it's like on um, mm. YouTube. Mm. 5 to 20 you'd be like a small influencer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the medium is like when you hit like 50 to like 70 Mm. and then or 50 to 70 50 to 100 like that kind of bracket and then once you're like you know you've hit like 100k or 200k you're now considered like a big influencer but then that is like even with that it's it depends because um like that part gets a bit confusing because like for example one of my friends nella she's hit 100k on instagram 200 she has like 250 000 on youtube some brands some brands might consider that medium but because obviously a lot of other influencers have four million, they have millions. Oh, okay. Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like that's a bigger, that's a big influence. But she's, she wouldn't if she was in the medium category, she'll be right at the top, top to the upper. Yeah, you know. Um, but if she was obviously in the big category, she'll be kind of like at the bottom. But then the what what yeah what what's interesting though is that like i i like to use nella as an as an example because her engagement is disgusting Mm. in a good way Mm. like so what's engagement engagement is is you know engagement i know engagement but listeners don't know how do i put it into words like engagement is just like how your followers interact with your posts Mm -hmm. that's a good way and hers is disgusting Mm. like to the point where it's like when she had 50k on instagram half of her following would like her photos that's nuts that's like 50 percent. and in our industry it's like when you have like it's usually five percent mm. your engagement is like five percent if it's really good um engagement over 20 percent. hers is half that's that. mad and now she's got like 100k her pictures might get like 16k likes or 20k likes that engagement is like but that just goes to show like people that are on the outside like that's like her following really like the fuck with her yeah okay 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 yeah 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 because yeah, i know some people who are like uh, influencers and their engagement is like nowhere near that at all like yeah nowhere near yeah uh-huh, okay so okay we, now we look now we're, since this is an economics podcast we're going to talk about how brands interact with you influencer people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so Let's start with just as much information as little as possible. Mm-hmm. Have you? Do you feel like you've made any mistakes in like maybe selling yourself short initially and stuff like that? Of course, I make mistakes selling myself short or overselling. Or sometimes you oversell as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. So give us some gist about that. Don't you don't need to say names or anything. Don't you? No, no, no. I'm not going to say names. Yeah, so don't you um, that <laughs> <laughs> um, there's definitely been times um, like numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joking. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely been times when like. I like I used to do things for free 
like just just to do things i used to like receive products and stuff and i'll do things for free knowing and i didn't know that i could get get paid paid for for this would you say this is more in the earlier days of your yeah okay and sometimes it happens now but it just depends on like the look Mm. like because sometimes you sometimes you're happy to accept things for free in mm. exchange for posts. So you're not for free, but gifting. They say it's gifting. Mm. So it's like you um might receive something for free and you put a lot of hours into like the, creating the content. Creating the content. And then like sometimes you could charge, sometimes you just don't. Mm. And it's yeah, I've definitely made that mistake. And what about the flip side where you've overdone Oh one hundred percent. I sound like you know, like I'm husband hunting. You know, like women on Twitter, and they're like, "I cook and I clean." <laughs> <laughs> I love husband hunting. Um, but yeah, I've definitely done that as well. And brands will just be like, "No," and sometimes the brand might not ever reach out to you ever again. Oh damn! Or brands will come back round, or they can negotiate. Mm. There's always that as well. Like I remember I had a brand reach out to me, um, international brand, and I told them, I gave them like wild rates because I was just sick of like not getting my fee. I was like just hungry. I just went in there. And um, they were just like, look, this is what your friend, this is what your friend charges and this is how many followers she's got. You want that same? Like your rate is like ridiculous. Like, and um, I was like, okay, all right, okay. And because I have a lot of friends that have um, got quite that have got bigger followings followings than me mm. you know you just ask around and you can always google and you can always research mm. like what what do you feel like is appropriate that's quite that's that's quite a good support network to have because at mm. least that way as a collective you can kind of not mm. you kind of protect yourselves yeah because this is this is quite a new industry because social yeah. media is like instagram stock got started mm-hmm. popping what 2012 ish mm-hmm. Twitter probably like 2008 mm-hmm. so this is it's quite like a baby industry um, and with that brands will take advantage because, oh 100% because they have all the expertise and knowledge like for example I remember someone was telling me that um, basically one of my boys he one of his friends she works with a brand and mm-hmm. she's like okay she hit up an influencer and then she asked the influencer how much they want she said she was willing to pay the influencer up to five five racks mm-hmm. the girl said 300 pounds wow so yeah there's a lot of influencers that don't know they don't know not even that they don't know their worth but they don't know how much money is in this game yeah and i feel like the longer that you do it the longer that you do this stuff you figure out like what you're actually worth yeah because what what um, it's all how you present yourself to be honest but yeah it, what we understand that these brands traditionally will be spending millions like we're talking Facts. about big brands millions and millions on Facts. billboards on celebrities Facts. on adverts on TV I remember like mm-hmm. maybe I was at school they used to say like a 20 second slot on a TV ad was 24 grand so think about how many people have put ads on TV and yeah. obviously when it's prime time like around 9 around when he, he sends on them shows are yeah. probably more expensive mm. and now I think that if you're using if you're using social media um, influencers these people are even better because it's not somebody that looks like so foreign to them. It's like a person that people are following, they can interact with, they can yeah. actually vibe with. So they're even yeah. a, a better marketing strategy. Yeah. So the money is there. Mm. I just hope any potential influencers or influencers here, yeah. make sure that you try to, try to do your research. Yeah. So, 
talking more about the influencer economy. So, brief history. So, as I was talking about before the 90s, like, nobody had, like, cameras. Even I went to university in 2008, yeah? We used to take cameras to the, yeah. to the dance. Mm. Like, cameras, like... Mm. And then you'll wait for the person who had the camera to get home, upload, upload it on, on Facebook, Facebook, and then you go and maybe tag you. Yeah. Like, now... Everybody's got like, if you got, I got iPhone X, like yeah. the camera's sick. Yeah. And people are even buying like really, really good cameras. So mm-hmm. that barrier to entry is what's really, really, really labeled a lot of like smaller brands, so yeah. influencers to kind of get in and collect their check. So in terms of money, like I want people to understand that there's money in this, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this data comes from UK based company Hooper HQ, which runs social media accounts on behalf of companies, individuals. So they have got like a rankings list of cost per post, yeah? Mm-hmm. And this is as of July, 2018. Mm-hmm. So most of people will have heard of these people. Mm-hmm. You need to climb this ladder so I can jump in your wave and drive, yeah? Okay. So number 10 on the list is Kendall Jenner. She's got 93 million followers. Night, damn. She was getting $500,000 per post, yeah? Okay. Messi, 500. Bro, Messi's actually out here chopping. Messi don't even care. Neymar, number eight, 600,000 per post. Justin Bieber, bloody hell. He's got 100 million followers. 630,000 per post. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson. Oh, The Rock. 650,000 per post. Mm-hmm. Beyonce. 700,000 per post. Kim Kardashian West. What? I didn't know she double-barreled a thing like that. Yeah, she did. Okay. So why do people just call her Kim K? Just brand. Oh, because she's been Kim K for a minute. Okay. But some people call her Mrs. West is in the building. That's just you that. because you're a stan. Yeah. So, 720 grand. Ronaldo. Number three, seven hundred and fifty grand. Oh, Selena Gomez. I bet you Kendall Jenner's at the but at the top. Yeah, Kylie. Yeah, one. Yeah, Kylie. Sorry. One million dollar per post. Yeah, her engagement's disgusting. Yeah, I wonder. One day, I randomly went on her Instagram page, and I couldn't believe how many likes she got. And that's what I'm thinking. I say, I like to say, I like to remind people. It doesn't matter how much followers you have. You could have twenty k followers. You could have. You could have. Yeah. A thousand followers if a thousand people are liking your posts mm. you need to start sell you need to start selling you need to start like chopping them peas yeah, like, yeah you know you, what i mean you've got the juice your engagements are 100 percent. like that's what it's all about people think because if they got like a l- company sometimes get it wrong they think oh because i've got like 100k followers and you literally get 200 people liking your posts you're hello, engaged you hello need to people work. <laughs> buy followers and it's so buzz and that's the biggest sign to show that you're buying followers yeah the like, bots the bots them yeah because like i've seen people so i was like oh you got them people up in asia russia and think I see. I've got people's following list. I'm just. That is the neekiest thing to do. Buying followers is so neeky. So neeky. So neeky. Is everybody can tell? Yeah. Because now, like, if I went Instagram, do that sweep. (laughs) Remember when Mace? I think Mace got hit hard. I think it was and Acon. One of the two. They bought followers. He deleted his account. Mace did. Really? (laughs) Yeah, because he had four million followers. They swiped it. All the bots were gone. Literally had like. Six hundred thousand. Oh, like, sweet. Like What's the future? Jesus Christ. But yeah, like yeah, some like some. You might be able to gin on some brands, like but most brands, I would hope, won't get finessed by that. But yeah, don't buy full. You got to build it up organically. In terms of speaking of brands that use seventy, apparently seventy percent of of brands use influencers, according to a report from research firm Seven. Um, 11, why can't I read L two and influence and influencer marketing strategy media media what can i talk influencer marketing agency <laughs> go back to your kids. country wow 
Brexit coming up. You're trying to. All right, cool. All right, bet. Says the marketing strat- uh, marketing strategy alone in, in Instagram is one billion dollars. Wow, and that's them being cheap. Yeah, that's the brands being because cheap. Because people once everybody clocks onto yeah. the wave, yeah, everybody's done out here. Do you know what's so? Do you know what's crazy? It's like, um, a lot of people kind of don't like that influence. It was it became a big thing last year. I think like a few larger influencers from the states were talking about it like um there was a number that so basically a makeup uh sorry a makeup company owner of a makeup company said that she doesn't have the the she doesn't have the money the brand doesn't have the money to pay influencers sixty thousand dollars for a video and that had like so many fans thinking you get sixty thousand for a video makeup video like a lot of um a lot of influencers getting accused of this but um james charles he was the one he he justified it and basically said like we have really expensive cameras we have really expensive lighting uh we have to pay our editors we have to pay all these people um you know that help contribute to our videos we sixty thousand. They have this money. Like a lot of brands have this money. Like of course they do. Kind of just to justify it. Do you get what I mean? Like, especially larger brands, because usually they would pay like celebrities millions, and millions. they'll do the ad campaigns and all of this. Like, do you know what I mean? Sixty thousand is literally nothing to them. They're just being so cheap because they they know the numbers. Like yeah. when they get like, I'm sure like you've worked with like hair people before, mm. and you've seen how much money you've made. Yeah, people like I remember one person telling me oh my god I didn't know your friend was Andrea everything she suggests I go and buy like that's the power of stuff do you see what I'm saying so these brands are and then but then that's the thing because customers don't like to they trust influencers more than they trust celebrities because like they assume that a lot of influencers are not getting paid for their post they're like mm. whatever they're suggesting is really what they fuck with yeah and that's why for me i find it hard sometimes to take money off brands because i just feel like would i wear this though in like real time Mm. like do you know what i mean so that's why a lot of times i like to do things like off my own back Mm. instead of like receiving payment of it payment for it because then at least i can give my true opinion of something but you're too honest mate sometimes sometimes but celebrities get caught up as well when they suggest something they're like oh i really fuck with this product Mm. and then so many people get allergies from it yeah they're like oh do you know what yeah yeah do you know what i mean so yeah but ftc is real do you know that is ftc okay well say it i don't know how to just it's like kind of like it's like a federal sign it kind it's like like the the TSA of like you of like influencers basically. Okay. Like cool. you need to state whether this is a brand or not. Oh okay 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 cool. Oh is that why like on Instagram it says like this is a sponsored post? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See my nose things get me. Man's mm-hmm. got my ears to the streets. All right, cool. So as an influencer, how do you how do you see that like, influencer like um, seen in the UK? Do you feel like um, influencers struggle with? No, what do influencers struggle with? Do you think? in this uk do you think do you think it's like any different to like what americans deal with um yeah um yeah 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 i feel like we have the same struggles but i think within the black like space Mm. oh we do not get enough support 
Really? I don't I don't think we don't get enough support we don't get enough events put on for us I don't feel like a lot of brands like to there are some but a lot of brands don't like to see and I feel like this is the case in every industry they don't like to they don't see um like they don't see that like black people will buy buy things they don't want to put money in our communities do you know what I mean like yeah. so they don't believe that like there was it was for a long time brands didn't believe that like black women brought makeup do you know what i mean so, yeah. so that's why they didn't really have our shades our foundation shades in the stores because they didn't think that we brought makeup but we didn't buy makeup because the makeup wasn't in the store yeah. do you know what i mean like things like that <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you dumb yeah. are you dumb like yeah. seriously it's only just now like i remember when i was growing up like to get foundation i would have to like go like into central to get my shades mm. whereas like now it's a little bit better like you could walk to your local super drug and okay. they might just have it like so things like that it's just like not inclusive enough i don't think but yeah we definitely get a, we definitely struggle with like getting the right fee mm. like i know like an influencer that's white maybe who has like half my following will get triple of what i get what facts facts what? facts they get triple of what i get and, and I'm, I'm assuming the engagement is not on the same the engagement is like no no the engagement's not the same it's just because like i guess they believe that their customer looks like this okay. like do you know what i mean it's just mm. a normal stuff but that's the case with black women everywhere in every industry they mm. always get like half of what their white counterparts get mm-hmm. i was gonna say counterparts but i didn't know if that was the right word oh yeah sure yeah them ones all right cool do you just kick me no. I've, actually got, I've actually got shoes on so if i kicked your hat so ow I'm <laughs> <laughs> wow i'll just i'll just edit that out i want to ask you okay cool so now because this is a money related economics related podcast we want to talk about cash money yeah mm-hmm. so as a like uh Content creator, influencer. Just in case, if the tax people are dead, my pain, yeah, let's just say, I don't actually make money off this <laughs> thing. I do this for a hobby. Like, <laughs> I do this for a hobby. I don't actually make money off this, guys. Like, literally, my mom and dad support me. Like, I don't really, I'm joking. Go on. <laughs> you don't hate your see at your neck. Um, so, how is it like being like, you're self-employed? So, Obviously, like for those that like, I've got, a, I've got a, um, a job, unfortunately, mm-hmm. well, fortunately, to be fair. And so I know, okay, at this on this date, I'm gonna get this amount of money. Whereas mm-hmm. with you, is a lot more oh. volatile. So talk to me about dealing with like not having a guaranteed or fixed income in terms of yeah, money yeah, well. yeah. It's literally like when you finish a bit. It's do you know what? it's so annoying because you have to invoice a lot of the time Mm. you have to send invoices and like sometimes brands take 60 days like i'm waiting like 30 days now for a payment off a brand big man thing i'm gonna i will send my invoices with gun emojis (laughs) 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 like what is that meme of the african grandma when she's got the gun yeah (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't God. believe 60 days is a liberty 
Yes, and it's real. Some people wait like six months, like for something to clear. Six months by day sixty-one, <laughs> I'm in your office. You're coming back from lunch. I'm in your chair. Yeah. Where's my pee? Yeah. Where's my pee? Yeah. See, this is one thing I'm scared of because I I don't I don't have the temperament for this. Yeah. I don't. I'll yeah. come, if your office is in Gloucester, I'll take train. <laughs> well, free up my pee. No, but no, that's crazy. Yeah, I feel like they go through. They have like, but I think that's the case when you. I feel like in music industry, it's like that as well. Like sometimes you'll get like your payment like 60 days after, some things like that, a few months after. This but it's, 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 it's hard. It is, it's definitely hard and you just have to like manage your finances a little better or yeah. better than me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously like as a, as a um, business, obviously they might have to register you as a vendor. Yeah. And then you invoice them. Yeah. And then... What do you what do you have, do you put payment terms? What do you mean? Do you like say when you want the money to be paid? A lot of the time, when they present a contract to you, yeah. it the, states thirty days, how, 30 days sixty mm. days, ninety days. Mm. It states that. Okay, cool. And, and then, sometimes they say this can take up to, like that. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's a bit intense. Yeah. But some it's, some brands are great. Like some brands just pay you instantly. Mm. Um, sometimes you get advances. It's so late. Sure, advances. You mean like before, record labels? Before you even like have done the post, because it, it it does actually motivate, motivate you. you to do the Smart post. Brands, yeah. And also, um, your company as well. So like, just for insurance for yourself, mm. I do like to ask for deposits. So like, mm, it's like good. don't I've, waste I've, my time, kind I've, of thing. I've mean, I've mean to ask you if you do that. So yeah. it's good that you know you do that. Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, so that's so interesting because like. People just think like, yeah, they just sit at home, take a couple pictures, get sent free stuff, and mm. money just rolling in. Like, no. it's not, it's not easy. It's not like listen, it's if, really not. It's not as easy as it looks. It's like being a celebrity. Like being a celebrity looks amazing, but mm. it's. I'm sure it's a lot of stress. For it's not stress because it's a lot of stress. Just because yeah, you've done the work now. Man, are telling you sixty days. Your team member boy ain't saying sixty days. <laughs> <laughs> the red ain't saying no, sixty it's days. No, not I mean? saying sixty days. Your stomach ain't saying sixty days. There's no food uh-huh. in the fridge, so yeah, it's not easy. So um, I've always wanted. So in terms of like planning your money going forward, mm. like, do you ever think, hmm, how am I gonna, what am I gonna do with my money going forward, or do you just kind of live in the moment? I a shout. Out, can I shout out Monte? <laughs> Hopefully they sponsor this podcast. One day, is, you yeah. know. Monzo free up. I love Monzo because they like I can just see where my money's going, mm. and like they like when you like when you pay something out, it kind of lets you know like yo like what's this for? Is this mm. for like food? Is this mm. for mm. expenses? Like and then you can kind of see mm. where your outgoings mm. are are going out, like where they can- <laughs> your outgoings are going out. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's what helps me. And also, for the longest time, for like two years, I used to give my mon- money to my mom. Like mm. she used to handle my finances. That was a nightmare, but I'm over that now. You're over it now. Yeah, big okay. time. Big okay, time. cool. Okay, so I will talk to you anyway about your money. Make sure you save it and be smart with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm gonna okay. get accountant soon, so it's gonna be lit. Gang, gang, gang. Yeah. Make sure. I think accountants charge quite a lot. Like maybe yeah, ten bucks yeah. a month. <laughs> <laughs> No, but okay. Also, okay. I wanted to kind of like dispel myths. Oh, I do have an account because I pay my taxes. You know. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. Theresa May, full Hammond, in case you're listening. Um, I wanted to kind of dispel myths about influencers. So we spoke about actually content creating. Okay, let me ask you some personal questions. Yeah. 
what's your reaction when you see people be like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna become a YouTuber? Tell the truth. I'm like, oh, it's lit. No, we see people tweet about it. I want to be a YouTuber? Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's lit. You're a flipping liar. No, for real. I I'm actually like, you know, I tried shit, bro. You like, got tired to do that shit. You love no, when I see people saying, oh, they want to do an influence, they want to be a YouTuber and they know what they want to do. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, it's lit. Because I've had quite a few people that are doing bits now mm. and they asked me beforehand mm. and, um, I was like, as long as you know what you're doing, like it's lit, like, do you know what I mean? But I've seen so many people get into it and they get discouraged because they don't get followers straight away. Mm, yeah. And they're not doing it for the love of they it for the what they want to do. They're doing it for other reasons. Mm. Like I want to get free makeup. I want to get free hair. I want to get flown out. I want to get this, that mm. 5K a video, like whatever. Mm. That was an ongoing thing because mm. <laughs> they heard that. I think someone said that in a YouTube video. And they and a lot of people were like, what, 5K? Well, I'm going to, I want to do YouTube now, but it's it's hard. Yeah, and it's hard. to get to 5K video. That's hard. You don't get that overnight as well. And you're also competing with a lot of people. You're not the only one on YouTube. Facts. You've got a lot of people that you're competing with. It's very, it's very saturated. But it's, it's good. There's, it's, it's good because it's like everyone's, there's a healthy competition, I feel like. It's good. It's good. Are you competitive? Very, but I'm not competitive. I'm competitive yeah. with myself, but not in a pagan way. I know you. I know you. Like, yeah, I'm not competitive in terms of other influences because I know that everyone's in their own lane. Mm. Yeah. Do you get inspired by other influences? One hundred percent. Yeah. Who inspires you? Oh, I love David Dobrik. Yeah. There's like the OG influencers, obviously, yeah. that have inspired me. Mm. Um, you know, like obviously, shout out to Patricia Bright. Mm. Jenny J, Shirley, those are the ones I beauty crush as well. Those are the ones I used to watch before I ever even thought I was going to do YouTube. Mm. And then um, <clears throat> people that like just inspired me creatively, like Casey Neistat, Claire Marshall, um, Rachel. I'm just shouting them all out. Mm. But um, and then like right now, who's inspiring me? Like my friends. I have a group of friends that are influencers. Shouts to them. Um, of Who course, like oh, all my friends. Um, basically everyone I follow on Instagram, Twitter, on YouTube, <laughs> everyone I follow, mm. my inspirations. Mm. But my friends, I'll definitely say like Mimi, Rachel, the Patrons, Aliyah, Maria B, B Nella Rose, of course, mm. A Patron, S Patron. I have to say their names because. But yeah, and I know I have a lot of other blogger friends as well, like Shalina, Vanessa D. Darshane, like I'm Mel's Ward, like <laughs> Bolasol, <laughs> MXM, like <laughs> Dysonomics, like the whole circle. Like, <laughs> why are you bad dancing? I have to shout out everyone. Yo, shout out to everybody, like, on the show thing. <laughs> but yeah, no, everyone inspires me. I get inspiration from everyone. Really, I do, I do, I do. Okay, and what else I want to ask you? So, we've spoken about the cash money. Who inspires you? Future. Huh? Future. I was actually about to say future. But I'm not, I'm not too sure about this last album, so I can't even give him accolades. Um the people who inspire me, Keith my boy Keith. Yeah, okay. Keith. I don't like him, but he inspires I, me too. He inspires me. Um House to call goals. Oh I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I can't wait to walk into some body trainers. There was a photo that um he posted that just had a Hennessy bottle in the far corner and he was like, anything is possible. <laughs> Something like that. I was he's, like, a legend. He's, he's, he's always been really good at like. Yeah, aesthetic. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Um, you obviously. 
Shout out to me. Say my name though. Give me my accolades. Andrea. I see. XO. Yeah, Bola's inspir- inspiration. Bola. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvin M. Taze and M. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it, really, in mm-hmm. terms of people. Oh, I love the receipts, girls. I love what mm-hmm, they do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. I love the girls. Who else do I follow? Yeah, I, I'm inspired by all of them as well. Facts. Because everyone like that's doing bits in our community, especially in the UK scene, mm. I feel like everyone's got such good engagement. And you can look at someone and be like, oh, that's really good. Like mm. they have like, you know, they're consistent. You can look at someone's consistency See, and be yeah. like, oh, wow, that's really inspiring. Do you know what I mean? It's also, not- ev- also, also, and also let me shout out um, Melissa Mel's wardrobe because she's been, like even from the moment I even had social media, I remember she's been doing what she's doing for a long time. Really and, long time, really yeah. Long t- and what I like about her is like, she tweets like, I remember when I was grinding this is that people out here don't really want to, work and grind so i think it's very important to understand Facts. that, that there's you, growth. you literally could not get anything good in life without working hard unless working you're hard and extremely lucky mm. and if you want to bank on that level of 0.001 probability of luck shout out you in it because mm. you're most likely gonna fail like there's a process to everything yeah like you're doing very well now like i'm in your room now and when i say she literally has clothes coming out of the walls <laughs> like gets loads of free stuff from really like she's worked with some of the biggest brands but she just told you in 2014 she was making stuff off her iPhone. Mm-hmm. And if she was getting triggered by numbers, you wouldn't have stopped. You, yeah. you, you would have stopped. You I was it? so grateful when I had 100 subscribers. I did a giveaway for it. That's I'll never it. forget that. 100 subscribers. That's like people, you know. That's a landmark though. It's a landmark. Yeah, facts. 100, and YouTube celebrates it. They notify you. They're like, oh, 100 mm. subscribers. That's enough to fill a hall. Like, it's true, you know. Yeah, it's, it's true. You get all your subscribers. I feel like you should definitely be grateful for whatever sort of following that you have because people don't actually have to follow you. Like, they don't. This is what we understand. Like nobody actually has to click like a picture. Nobody has to retweet it. Nobody has to listen to your podcast. Nobody has to watch your YouTube show. Nobody has to buy your product. So yeah, you have to be super grateful. Yeah, for real, for real, for real, mm-hmm. for real. Okay, cool. Hmm. I'm trying to think anything I should ask you. I'm trying to think money related. Okay, where do you think the influencer economy is going to be? going forward like what do you see in the future because you're quite you're quite good at like visualizing stuff yeah um so what do you see i feel like everything's going to be a bit more commercial it's going to be a bit there's going to be a lot more structure Mm. um i feel like there's going to be another platform that comes out that helps more people get into the industry because i think what's happening now a lot of influencers are now being classed as celebrities Mm. and um like for example, I don't know. Some people m- might get might, this. Might rub t- some people. This might rub some people um, the wrong way. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would consider Patricia Bright a celebrity. I don't know why they would rub her on. That's that. You're just a hater if you do, because she is. Yeah, I would. I would say that's and and I feel like tradition. T- traditionally, in order to be a celebrity, you'd have to be a, an artist or a movie star or something yeah, like that. Yeah, for some form of entertainer. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the time, you know, especially, you know, if you don't have the access to go to like acting school or be like musician or something like that, you can put everything on the internet. Facts. Like you can, you can actually have your own business and you can start it from the internet and you mm. don't, and I, that's what I love about being like in this industry. Like we've all like, like I'm now a business 
because of the internet mm. and i didn't go to school to be an editor i didn't go to school to be like a presenter or anything like but i've got my own show on mm. the internet yeah do you know what i mean and i hope it's like i hope it continues to i hope it continues to expand like that because i feel like the smartphone has made it very easy for creators to now be like a lot of creative people to now be creators do you get what i mean yeah. like it's it's given yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of people access Give which i think you well. had to be like in a cool club yeah well, to get that access and yeah. i feel like now especially people like that in like estates and low-income families like you can literally build your like change your life yeah. from your phone yeah which i think is like so sick mm. like do you know what i mean why not like let's keep it going yeah i, I think i think it's only gonna get bigger, and bigger you know like there's like for you there's a um a four-year-old kid opens toys on YouTube and I think he made like an ins- 16 million or 40 million That's or nuts. something like that off opening toys on YouTube. That's so crazy. When ha- you can, there's a family on YouTube called the Ace Family, right? They started maybe two years ago and like literally a year ago they were living or maybe, yeah, maybe like two years ago they were living in an apartment now they have a mansion and they like collaborate with like kylie and soldier boy and they have lambos and range rovers that's mad they complete everything every time this guy austin he's in his videos he's wearing like designer clothing like mm. he completely changed his lifestyle on the internet which is amazing isn't one of the greatest tools ever created mm-hmm. and i think i think it'll only only get bigger as more and more people are more aware on how to and as you said more structure yeah but yeah thank you darling for hopping on my podcast i'm gonna invoice you for me being on here and i've been on like a few of your videos so don't rush them them invoices will come back to you yeah so. oh yeah um this is gonna be in my latest video soon so he's gonna link my channel yeah, in I the will. description of this episode right so where can people find you um you can find me on instagram which is annie Drea, on youtube annie Drea, on twitter annie Drea xo i'm fighting this woman <laughs> out in the philippines for annie Drea right now like since i haven't tweeted in like years like i don't know that's so dark i really want that user so everything's Annie Drea but yeah Annie Drea you can just search me on YouTube or my search what about, what about on Snapchat? Google do you, do you Snapchat? no that'd be Snapchat. throw the whole app away okay cool okay um, that is episode 92 thank you for listening guys Any don't post? forget to subscribe like comment if you want me back on here you know just hound the sky follow Dystonomics as well it's lit okay, watch so- out my Bayer vlog Oh yeah, all of them things. Link that as well, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a yeah so basically, I'm just taking over the the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's enough now. <laughs> Bye, Thank guys. Okay. Sorry, come on, do your thing. Bye, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.